0: 77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the
1: Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my
0: friends. How is this man going to make it through five more years of being president? Right? One. And then if he wins re election, another four. He, he's 81. Think about Can you imagine an 86 year old Joe Biden? Just the other day, we played a clip of him just three years ago when he was running. And he seemed so much more spry than he does today. I don't mean to sound nasty. It's not coming from a nasty place. It's coming from a just an observational, observational place. I don't think he can do it. Well, I will come from a nasty place. He is old. He's decrepit. He's a corrupt creak. creep, I should say. And I don't care what Michael Goodwin says or anybody else. He is partly responsible because of his relationship over the years, dating back to Obama for the tragedy in Israel, because he's in bed with Iran. He's a creep. That was Megan Kelly. My next guest, though, is usually on Thursdays. It's the highest-rated segment of the week here on WABC. Why? Because he's the best. He was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best, whether it's 9 p.m. weeknights here on WABC. His own website, the best, BillOReilly.com. Great interviews, TV shows, and a great column. And his morning message on this show is just outstanding. It really is. He's the best ever. Killing series, killing the witches, my dear friend, Bill O'Reilly, Bill, uh, happy Thanksgiving. Hope that went well. Welcome back.
1: You know, it went well. Um, no arrests, and that's <laughs> at my uh, station in life now. Yeah. That's pretty much what the barometer is for success. <laughs> there are, are no arrests during a uh, you know. Proceeding. I was
0: you know I'm not, I was actually less concerned about arrests. I worry about that with Curtis LeMay, but what I was concerned about with you was when you, uh, as promised, at least you said. When you started to explain to your dinner guests, including your lovely daughter, about the uh, the Mayflower and all those yeah. boats, that they would literally get up from the table, walk out, and go to, like, KFC.
1: <laughs> you know what I did? I, I did it more like a quiz. Okay. So uh, this is a tip for everybody who's got urchins, either uh, children or grandchildren. <laughs> if you talk directly at them. All right, as you and I do, as you know, we're vigilant fathers, and, and you know, don't do that, or you know, something like that. Right. They, believe me, they just shut you down. But if you pose it as a question to be answered, then there's more of an engagement there. So, Killing the Witch is uh, just past 200000 in sales. Wow. Uh, yeah, and I want to thank you and WABC for getting behind the book so it's an enormous bestseller in this day and age to sell 200,000 copies of any book in Mm. two months amazing yeah and it it really is and the reason that is selling so well is that because it's harrowing but it's fun to read in the sense that you're learning a lot that you didn't know and what I do is I say look This is how the country started. So you can sit there in the classroom and you can have your little pilgrim hat on and a pumpkin there. (laughs) But it was absolutely harrowing being on that boat. But the most important thing about killing the witches is how it impacts society today. And we have a witch hunt. And you saw it in the last couple of weeks. I mean, and now the press doesn't even bother covering much of this accusation stuff. Everybody, there's not a man in the country that's safe, not one. You know, somebody wants to get you, it's so easy. Just make an accusation, hire a lawyer. The lawyers are advertising on television. Come and tell me your story. You don't have to pay anything. I'll destroy somebody's life, uh, and I'll file against them. And, And that's a witch hunt.
0: Yeah, and 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 you're right. And even if you win, even if they do that and you win, and it turns out
1: no one apologizes, nobody does anything. And and the people recommend human beings—they go to the negative, not the positive, which is why the headline is on page uh, one. And the um, oh well, yeah, and sorry, I didn't do it. (laughs) Twenty-six. You know what the game is here? It's sensationalism. I I know, but families are destroyed. In the process, and we we have some regular folks in killing the witches, not famous people, who've had their whole lives destroyed um, by unfounded accusations. Not to say that every accusation is bogus; that's not true. But right now, it's so easy to destroy anybody you want to destroy. Agreed. I mean,
0: especially the white man. I'm not sure it's so easy to destroy. And you may not like this, but I'm just going to give it to you honestly. Not so easy to destroy a black man. Not so easy to destroy a gay man, not so easy to destroy a Palestinian supporter. But you show me a white guy or a Jewish guy, it ain't going to take much.
1: Well, you know, in the the latest travesty in New York State, um, there were a bunch of uh, African-American men, uh, you know, dragged into this thing. But generally speaking... Um, white supremacy see if you're white then you're assumed now by the progressive left to have supremacy you know and we talked about that on our live show about a month ago where I said um, hey you know I I can just envision me as a teenager walking into the living room in Levittown with my father who's sitting there reading the paper and go dad uh, can we talk about our white privilege here (laughs) Can you just? I can You know, think right. about your father. Oh no, no. you, know, no. you look at it. Wow. He, he looks up the couch, <laughs> yeah. which was bought from Modell. Right. Okay. And he, what well, was that? Yeah. You know, I know. Listen, it, it's yeah. it, It's so far out of whack. I know. The whole thing.
0: Well, yeah. Well daddy, one of my uh, three sisters now wants to be a boy. Any thoughts, Dad? No, it's... it's uh... yeah, you know, uh, look,
1: <laughs> Dad, look, I, I know I'm going to graduate from Chaminade High School, all-boys school. But, you know, I think I might want to make a trans <laughs> transition. Can you imagine my father, oh, your God, father, no, no. anybody's father listening to no. that?
0: But By the way, that's why our show was such a huge success. And I really hope somewhere down the road we do it again. Everybody who walked out of that place... Uh, could absolutely understand where we were coming from. And I always say this. Sure. I say if you want to be really successful, you can be really smart. Like, you're the smart, smartest guy now. And you can have great opinions. But if you can relate to your audience, if they find you relatable, then you'll have the most success.
1: The word is authentic. So, um, Do you know, by New the way, York. i got to
0: stop you right there. Bill O'Reilly, you know what the word of the year is this year?
1: Yeah, authentic. Yes. I know. Um, But New York leads the league in that. So this city and this area, 16 million people in the New York metropolitan area, used to, and I think still does to a very large extent, value genuine people. You know, I don't know. You were in Brooklyn, and I'm in Levittown. But if there was a kid like Eddie Haskell, remember Leave it a Beaver? Of course. Eddie Haskell, oh, Mrs. Cleaver, what a nice dress. <laughs> you, know, like you The kid would be beaten to a pulp on the playground. No doubt. Right? Yep. We don't want phonies here. We don't want, you know, we want genuine people. And that's the way I was raised. That's why I've been successful, by the way, in my career, because there's no pretense about me. I get out there, I say, look, this is what I believe and this is why. Now, you don't have to believe what I believe um I don't. That's not a litmus test for me. I like spirited debate as long as you're a sincere person. If you're some kind of phony manipulating the system, then you got a problem with me.
0: So, Bill, I do want to talk to you. That was well said, Bill O'Reilly, of course, here on a Wednesday because I'm out the next two days. So, yesterday I had uh, Michael Goodwin on the show. Michael's a very, very good writer, maybe the best at the New York Post. It's neck and neck between him and Miranda Devine, you know. And um, he took offense. This is something I said because, uh, as I said at the very start of this com- conversation, after I played the Megyn Kelly cut, I said because of his prior dealings with not one but two administrations dating back to him and Obama together and now him alone, with all of the loosening of the sanctions and restrictions and money, money that he's given to Iran and letting out hostages, I said it is fair to say that he's been complicit In these attacks, I don't care what he says now. I don't care about the rhetoric. And by the way, for every nice thing he says, he wants a pause. He wants a ceasefire. As far as I'm concerned, he is complicit. And Goodwin went nuts. That is way over the line. That is too much. I don't care what Goodwin thinks. I'm doubling down on it this morning. What do you think?
1: I don't know if complicit is the word. I, I think a better word more precise language, and when you when you deal with four year olds being kidnapped by terrorists, the language becomes important okay fair enough um, I think that the Obama administration and the Biden administration have enabled terrorism and Putin and Xi to do things they ordinarily wouldn't do and op- I'll fall right back on the Trump administration much tougher, and I know for a fact some of the conversations that went on behind the scenes between uh, President Trump and the leaders of Iran and Putin, And, and he would basically say to them, talk about New York authenticity, if you do X, Y is going to happen. And they didn't do X. Now, I know that to be true. I wrote a book called Killing the Killers, and I outline all of this stuff. When you are a mullah in Iran and your top guy, Soleimani, top terrorist in the country, all of a sudden is scattered all over a Baghdad street Mm -hmm. by a drone, that's a message. Oh, yeah. Have we seen that under the Biden or Obama administrations? No. No. So you are correct in when the villains of the world, and there are plenty of them, see weakness or perceived weakness. Like Putin went in to test Obama on Crimea, and Obama did nothing. So Putin filed that away. He didn't want to mess with Trump. But as soon as Biden got in, boom, boom, Putin's in Ukraine. Correct. Same thing with the mullahs. Look, they knew that Trump would drop a drone on them if they uh, overtly encouraged Hamas to invade Israel. Okay, they knew that would happen because Soleimani, and a, if you're killing the killers, the only thing left of Soleimani was a finger with a ring on it. I remember that. We have the picture yep. in the book. Yep. All right? That's how he was obliterated from space. And the mullers go, "Uh, that could be me. Right. So when you're debating with Michael Goodwin or anyone else, the more precision you can bring to the argument. So you tend to get emotional. Me? Get the hell out of here. Yes. Your wife was on the phone to me last night going, is there anything you can do about this? (laughs) I mean, I didn't want to break that story, but you you get a little emotional, which is good, I mean, because then people are engaged and they want to hear what you have to say. But in something like Hamas, the evil that we're seeing there, I mean, four-year-old girl, you kill her parents in front of her, and then you have some student at Columbia University who's pro Hamas. that's all you got to say. You don't have to say anything more.
0: Yeah, no, you're right, and uh, of course they don't call themselves pro-Hamas; they call themselves pro-Palestinian, which uh, for me is the same thing. I don't, I no, don't get involved in the semantics. same thing.
1: There are innocent Palestinians trapped in Gaza.
0: No, enough of that too. God, I'm sick of that. Sick okay, of it. They're, but not, they're, it's they're, true. they're innocent. No, no, they're innocent till about they're about seven years old when they teach them in the second grade to go out there and hate no, and kill that, Jews. That's, that's a fact.
1: True too. Yes. But there are people in in Gaza who would not like to be there, but they right. are a oh, wow. minority.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm not as sympathetic as you are. In fact, if I hear one more time coming out of any of our politicians' mouths, whether it's the mayor in this city, whether it's a stupid school chancellor in this city, or the president or vice president, the word Islamophobia, I am. St- and I know that three people got shot last week, and it was a horrible story, horrible. And God bless them. But uh you can't you can't point to another story, any evidence of Islamophobia. I can give you a thousand stories in a week about anti Semitism, but they have this this compulsion to add that word to the sentence just not to upset our Muslim neighbors. I'm sick of it. There's no Islamophobia in this country and there's no white supremacy either. None.
1: Yeah, I mean look, it's uh politically correct, woke. To do that, and and that was one of the first things that Biden did after the Hamas uh, invasion on October seventh. And Obama and the did first the same things thing. He said was, oh yeah, we can't have Islamophobia. Okay, I mean, all right, but Not to right. make a moral equivalency, and you're correct on this, by the way, um, between the treatment of American Muslims and the treatment of American Jews. Okay, that that is ridiculous.
0: Obama did the same thing. I mean, I remember those Paris the Paris attacks, blowing up the soccer stadium, shooting innocent people in the amphitheater, killing people at outdoor cafes that day. That's when I really started to become more interested in this rather than the Dolphins Bills. He was doing the same thing. You know, yeah, please I
1: mean look, there is always a justification for terror. These terror is always justified. That's what Bin Laden did. You know, he had a big manifesto. This is why we killed 3,000 people in New York City and Pennsylvania and and D.C. because the United States did X, Y, and Z. Throughout history, every tyrant, every single one, has had a justification, but it's, you know, it's phony. And you don't, if you go to a prison and you ask, well, why did you hurt that person? Then you'll get a litany of excuses from the incarcerated individual. Oh I got beaten up by my father oh I, I, you know I don't have any money, and you know they made me do this they it's always that way, so mature people have to step back and really see it for what it is. This is evil we're dealing with. Israel's not evil. Hamas is is that I can't make it any more simple than that
0: no, that's it that's it and And let me say this, and this may upset you too, but that's okay with Titan. I've had enough of these uh, pauses and, and stuff. I, you know, I, uh, again, don't ask me if it was my kid. It's a stupid question. It's not my kid. So I have to try to govern this for the masses. What's more important to me? Thousands and thousands of Israelis and maybe another thousand years of tradition? Or well, God forbid, God forbid, 150 hostages dying? And the answer is not the latter. So these, these pauses where these Hamas people are doing this on purpose, that's why they took these hostages in the first place. They knew. That's true. Right. So you know that's what? true. At some point, we've got to stop doing it, I hate to say it, and just blow these bastards off the face of the earth.
1: But you have to do it surgically. So you can't go in uh, because the world will turn against you. Who do you have? No, mm, you, yeah. Have. And I, you have. know. Um, yeah, yeah. Israel is getting a lot of aid from the United States and NATO.
0: Yeah, but the United Um, States does it because they have to. See, Trump did it because he wanted to. He moved the the embassy to Jerusalem. He recognized the Golden Heights as part of Israel, okay? He wanted to. These bastards, Biden, he doesn't care about the Jews. His, His mentor, Obama, cared less. They do it because they have to. They're worried about their votes and what they look like on the world stage. They ain't going anywhere.
1: Well, If I'm running uh, Netanyahu's uh, campaign, military campaign, I'm taking this pause um, stuff and I'm using it to my advantage. I'm getting as much intel as I can get. I'm isolating where these uh, Hamas leaders are, where the cells are, where the tunnels are. And then after the ceasefire is over, which it will be probably this weekend – Um, I'm going in surgically and destroying this uh, apparatus Hamas has. That's the way to do it. So you didn't hear a lot of uh, under Trump, and he had really good, and again I'll refer back to killing the killers, very, very good national security advisors. I mean they're the best. What a good team he had. You didn't hear a lot of, well, we're going to do this to ISIS, we're going to do that to ISIS, and we're going to kill all the people in the town that ISIS is in. You didn't hear that. They just went in surgically and destroyed the entire leadership, le- uh, starting with Baghdadi. And we have a big passage on how they got him. Now, they had to kill his three-year-old son. The U.S. Special Forces had to kill his three-year-old son because Baghdadi would not let the son go, right. even when he was cornered. Like Hamas.
0: They do the same thing. They use the kids same human shields, yeah.
1: The, the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. I don't know. They do it surgically. Yeah.
0: Well, you can try, but again, as you pointed out, these people have been trapped. Hamas uses them as as human shields. And uh, quite frankly, some of them are not as innocent as we'd like to believe. So there are going to be casualties. But, Bill, it's called war. We didn't start this. It was a holiday, Shabbat, Saturday morning. We were at a music festival having a nice day. We didn't start this. But we need to end this soon.
1: Yeah, let's all hope that happens. I know that's a cliche, but boy, is this terrible for everybody. There's nothing good coming out of this. Agreed.
0: Uh, all, except for this conversation, because you're just amazing, and I love you, and thank you for coming on on a Wednesday. I really appreciate that. Seriously, thank you. And we'll do it again next Thursday. I love you to pieces, Bill O'Reilly. Thank you.
1: All right. They, it's always uh, edifying. Word of the day. <laughs> I to like talk that. <laughs> talk Sid Rosenberg on WABC. Um and I will we'll try to put something else together cuz the demand to see us live and it it shocks me why would anyone want to see <laughs> me and Sid live I mean for most of my life, people go, is that O'Reilly? I'm going the other way. I'm not paying 100 bucks to see him. I'm not paying a dollar to see him. Right. I'm getting out of here. Yeah, no, they love this. things change. Yeah, things they, love change. This.
0: yeah <laughs> they love this. Hey, have yourself a great weekend. You're the best, Bill. Thank you. All right, so
1: we'll talk next week.
0: My man, that's the great Bill O'Reilly. They don't get any better. That's it. Right there, 9 p.m. weeknights on WABC. Check out BillOReilly.com.